Some things shouldn't be transparent, like stop signs. But what you pay for should always be clear, like Hiller's true transparency pricing, always clearly itemized and never any hidden fees. Because you have the right to know what you're paying for. For more information, visit happyhiller.com slash true transparency pricing. Happy you'll be of the services free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Now, nonstop sports talk continues with news and analysis from the lead writer of 1045thezone.com. Not the hero we deserved, but the hero we needed. This is the Big Six. It's going to be you. With your host, Jason Martin. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Happy Monday to you. Welcome in Big Six, week number six, edition number 21. I'm Jason Martin on Twitter at jmartzone. You can follow me there. Our telephone number tonight, 615-737-1045, 737-1045. We've got a couple of people already on the line that want to talk about Urban Meyer. Hang with me. I've got to lay this out first. I tell everybody out there I'm not going to waste their time. Those of you who have subscribed to the podcast, thank you. If you have not done that yet, obviously you can go to 1045thezone.com slash big six, hear the show every night as we post it, but you can also subscribe through Apple or Google or Android or whatever your podcast catcher is of choice. It will be delivered to you every single night and you can enjoy it however you wish. I appreciated it either way, however it is that you consume the show I thank you for your support. I thank you for the emails and the messages and all the nice things that people have said and the things, any other things that people have said as well, especially in the wake of this Urban Meyer situation. So this ain't over. More than 23,000 people signed a digital petition as of Monday, as of this morning. I'm sure there's more now to keep Meyer from being, quote, wrongfully fired, unquote, in the wake of... The coach saying he failed to disclose what he knew and when he knew it about allegations surrounding Zach Smith, his former wide receivers coach who physically abused his ex-wife, allegedly abused his ex-wife. And fans in Columbus, and they've already done this, have held a rally tonight in honor of their coach. Not a lot of them, and that's something that needs to be pointed out. It's not thousands of people. It's maybe 150 people. So don't tar every Ohio State fan with this brush. But this is what the organizer of this rally, which did not look particularly organized, had to say about it. And I think this is very instructive. This will be a brief rally. Nothing but positive words for our coach. He said this in a Facebook post Sunday night, did Jeff Hams, the event organizer. That's all this is about. This has nothing to do with any of the domestic violence situation with our ex-coach. This is simply to lift up Urban Meyer. That's it. Unquote. Then, so it has nothing to do with domestic violence. It's just to lift up Urban Meyer. Lift him up for what exactly, Jeff? Positive words for your coach for what? You don't know anything. Nothing has come out that should make you feel the least bit comfortable with what you're doing. All you're doing is revealing yourself to care about Ohio State football more than you do anything else before any of the information is all the way out there. The bigger issue, though, to me, is with this 14-day timeline. 
to this investigation. We've put a timeline on this thing in Columbus. And what that tells me is, or it makes me at least think, somehow, some way, by hook and by crook, Urban Meyer might actually keep his job at Ohio State. 14 days to me sounds like suspension coming, two weeks to try to find anything they can to save this guy so he can keep winning them football games. All of this is kind of gross. Because so few of the people involved in the petition or this rally that took place or seemingly anybody else even mentions Courtney Smith at all. Like like she's a complete non-factor in this. This is about Urban Meyer. It's not about the victim of alleged domestic abuse three years ago and certainly the victim of it in 2009. And based on the social media reaction alone, what happens when you say something about a major football program that people don't like can get kind of ugly. I was really fiery in my take on this very program on Friday when I, when I was out at Centennial High School. No doubt about that. And by the way, I'm not going to back up from it. Again, let me make this really, really clear for you. If Urban Meyer did what he was supposed to do in 2015, and if he went through all the proper channels, why in the world would he have any reason to lie to the media on July the 24th? The only rationale there has to be that now he's had to fire him or let him go because of the problem a few weeks ago. So the follow-up question after he's asked what he knew in 15 and what he did is, why was he still working on your staff three years later? And that's an uncomfortable position for him, or as he put it, an unprepared situation. Remember, he said he wasn't prepared for the line of questioning about that issue. But the choice Urban made to lie and not just say, yeah, we fired him. It probably should have happened a long time ago. I did go through Ohio State in 2015 when I learned of it. The fact that he didn't do any of that is ridiculous. He chose on Friday with this ridiculous statement that came out to, number one, ensure he gets paid if he gets fired, basically asserting I'm not going to resign. I look forward to being back out there with my team. You can't fire me with cause. I need my $38 million. Number two, to try to cast doubt on the very notion of firing him by muddying the waters. And then number three, attempting to shield his wife from further scrutiny by throwing Gene Smith and Ohio State under the bus. There are so many weird things surrounding this story. There's this revelation now that the Powell police altered the original 2015 report that Brett McMurphy obtained a few weeks ago that said Zach Smith was arrested for domestic violence. There is now a revised report three years later that does not have the arrest box checked. McMurphy goes and he asked them why it changed. And the response was, quote, the public information officer told me that the terminology used was different in the original report and inconsistent with what actually occurred. Brett said, how do you indicate somebody was arrested in 2015 and then three years later you're telling me they're not? And his response was they went into this real long explanation about how they're putting things online now and basically none of this made any sense. He said that this morning on Fox Sports Radio. Now, I don't know what the heck is going on here, but it all stinks to high heaven like it has from day one. Somehow, this dude I still don't trust in any way who is an admitted liar with no reasoning for the original lie, which, had he not been dishonest, probably is not in this mess at all. 
may still keep his job. He should be fired. I repeat, he should be fired. There is far too much smoke around this for it not to accompany some flames. Smith's 2009 incident probably should have been enough, but it wasn't. 2015 incident, let's say he reported it as he says. And by the way, no one has corroborated that in any way. Ohio State hasn't said there's a record of it. There is zero documentation that we've seen as of yet to say that he actually did what his Friday statement asserted that he did. He may have. You know what? I certainly hope that he did. But then there's that pesky little problem of still having Zach Smith coaching for him for three more years. I know we've got a couple of calls. I've got more to say, but let's go ahead and get to your calls. 615-737-1045. Eric in Lebanon is up first tonight on the Big Six. Eric, what, how are you? Eric, you with me? It's like Eric has dropped off. We'll try Van in the borough. Van, are you there? Yeah, you've, you've said a lot of things I was thinking. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, as I understand it, these, these are the facts. I mean, I don't see how Ohio State cannot fire Meyer. As I understand it, in his press conference, he affirmatively flat out stated he knew nothing about the 2005 alleged uh, abuse. The 2015? Yeah, 2015. That's what he originally. And, that's what he originally said, right. Ben. And then he well, came back and said, "Actually, I did know, and I told, and I told the proper channels at Ohio State." Right, but that and, and so I mean that is obvious you lie because that's not something you forget. You don't forget that your coach came to you and said, "I'm being investigated for abuse, and you've got Title IX," and you don't forget that you went to the proper administrator to report it to them. So I don't understand, he, you know, in his excuse for changing his story, he didn't say, I don't remember. He just said, I wasn't prepared, and I was trying to accomplish too many things. What does that mean? What was he thinking? Oh, I'll tell you what he was thinking, Van, and thank you for the call. He was thinking about his football team. He was thinking about wins. He was thinking about the season. He even said when he tried to change the line of questioning as if he had some control over the media in that environment, the only control he really had is if he just walked off stage or walked away from that gang up of, of microphones in front of his face. But what he tried to do was say, we're done here. And that didn't work. And he said, I want to put the focus where it needs to be on this season and on these players. That's where his focus always is. It's on winning football games. It's not on anything else. He can write above the line all he wants to talk about his ethic and moral standards, but we watched that act at Florida. We saw this. Now, you're going to say, if you're an Ohio State fan, one of these 200 people that whatever they chose to do today instead of have a life to try and protect Urban Meyer, you'll say if you want that guy at Ohio State that Zach Smith claims he did nothing and that there was no arrest. And now this revised police report in 2015 might back that up. But there is no explanation, none, that holds water for why it changed. And Zach Smith sounded like such a guilty man on ESPN and on radio. There was not a word that came out of his mouth that made me believe Courtney Smith was making things up, especially after Brett McMurphy's screen grab of that text conversation where Zach Smith apologizes for strangling her and assaulting her in the past. 
hopefully, we will eventually get to the actual truth in this situation. And I'm going to admit something to you here. And I see we've got Terry in Lebanon. And anybody else that wants to call in and chat about this, we will continue to talk about it. But I'll admit to you that I prayed for Urban and Shelley a few times late last week. I didn't pray about guilt or innocence, but just for them as human beings. I don't trust the guy at all. And I said some very stern things about him last week and tweeted some stern things about him. But I also don't wish him anything he has not earned. If I had to predict it right now, I say he's suspended for four games. I believe he should be done at Ohio State. If they have to pay him, that's Ohio State's cross to bear if they're culpable in this situation. But if he's exonerated, if there's evidence to show he did all he could, if there is somehow out in this ether some viable explanation for why Zach Smith was still coaching for him three years after this 2015 problem, or even in the actual issue in 2009 where he lost all my respect and actually came out in the story Brett McMurphy put out and in stories before that in 2009, he basically said they were a young couple. That's the quote. Look, they were a young couple. We told him to go to counseling, and then the remainder of that quote, after saying they were a young couple, the very next thing that came out of his mouth was, I saw a very talented football coach, and we decided to move forward. That's all you saw, Urban. That's all you ever see. That W and the number underneath it with how many wins Florida would have had or Ohio State would have had, that's all you care about. So when you saw a very talented football coach who also happened to be the grandson of Earl Bruce, your mentor, and now it's very widely known that Zach Smith was instrumental as a recruiter for you, you said they were a young couple. Ah, you know, people have these problems. And again, I reiterate to you the same thing I've said a couple of different times over the last week. You don't need to mature in your marriage to know not to hit a woman. You don't need to mature in your marriage to take a woman by the throat, push her up against a wall while she's pregnant. And by the way, that's not alleged. Unless Brett McMurphy absolutely fabricated a photo of an iPhone conversation between Courtney and her ex-husband where he apologized for doing what I just suggested that he did. So he knew that, and Urban Meyer just said, ah, they're a young couple. I don't know about you. Again, I'm not married yet. But I don't need to be married to know that that's not okay. That's not somewhere I need to evolve in my position. Like, look, young husbands are going to beat their wives. Look, young husbands are going to push them up against the wall. These things are going to happen. Know the hell they are not. 615-737-1045. We'll be right back. Big 6, 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back. Big Six, 104.5 The Zone. I'm Jason Martin on Twitter at jmartzone. Gang of Youths, the name of this band. If you haven't heard of them, you should check them out, especially if you're a fan of the National. I'm going to continue to school you on music on this show as I play DJ three or four times an hour, Monday through Friday here on The Zone. Glad to have you with us tonight. 615-737-1045. Got a lot of lines lit. We will get to your phone calls here momentarily. A tweets rolling in. A text message is rolling in. Not everybody agrees with me. I didn't think that that would happen either way. But here's the thing. 
again, if he's exonerated, if there's evidence to show he did all he could, if he sent it up the chain, if there's some explanation for why Zach Smith was still there, then I'll be the first one to come on this radio show and and say so. I'm not going to whitewash anything, folks, but I'm also not going to sugarcoat anything. Right now, today, I still think Urban Meyer should be gone. I think he did wrong, and I think it extends past merely lying to the media, which, again, I think Dennis Dodd did a really nice job of saying that lying to the media isn't that big a deal except when you realize that the media is just the delivery mechanism, that he was, in, he was speaking to the media, but he was really speaking to millions of people. He wasn't just speaking to the person holding the microphone in front of him because the expectation was that that was going to go a lot further than that room. But Urban's in full save me mode right now. If you remember Zach Smith, he also said in one of the text messages Brett McMurphy put out, he said, if I go down, I'll take everybody at Ohio State down with me. Now, he might be standing with Urban Meyer as Urban Meyer stood with him for so long, or and I'm not going to say this is the case, but if you wanted to put a conspiracy theory together, the idea of Zach Smith getting a piece of $38 million could have made it a lot easier to mob for Urban or whatever else. I mean, we don't know right now, but Urban Meyer is clearly trying to get himself paid if he's out the door and appears now to be attempting to try and avoid that door altogether. So we need to get something out of the investigation to tell us if he did report anything in 2015, what it was that he reported and what happened afterward. But either way, the one thing that we do know today is he lied. He apologized for the lie, but he never actually took responsibility for Smith still being there. I just find it hard to believe. Maybe you can explain it to me. We're getting to your calls here in just a second. I find it hard to believe 2015 never happened. And I certainly am not going to take anything Zach Smith has to say at face value. This dude goes with, all I was doing was defending myself. I had to, but I did have to defensively restrain her sometimes. She cut herself on a tobacco can while I was asleep. I never threatened her. I did, though, know how to, quote, push her buttons, unquote. I could make her mad because I was a bad husband. And if you go back to the text exchange that Brett McMurphy released in that screen grab on Friday to refute what Zach Smith was saying on television, she also talked about cheating alleging, I guess, maybe when he wasn't potentially assaulting her, he might also have been sleeping around on her, which, of course, is not a crime. It just makes him a dirtbag. Another thing that's come out in the wake of the knowledge that charges were not pressed against Zach Smith in 2015 is that Courtney told Brett McMurphy that she wanted charges filed and still doesn't know to this day, that's a quote, why they weren't back in 2015. Yet, I'm going to go rally for Urban Meyer today in Columbus, or I'm going to sign a petition, and I've got a mom, or a wife, or a daughter, or a sister, and I don't know anything today that should really make me think Urban is totally innocent of all wrongdoing. I'm going to be that guy and rally for Joe Paterno, not knowing enough. I'm going to be that guy and rally for a coach whose track record indicates I win football games, that's it. We saw that Gainesville act. Homie left a dumpster fire of problems in his wake. Whatever the reason was, he left. And now there's a garbage fire in Columbus. And until I see something I certainly have not to this point, my opinion remains the same. He should be fired sans evidence that I haven't seen yet. 
but it seems more and more likely he might just be suspended because Ohio State fans care about football about as much as Urban Meyer does. To your phone call, 615-737-1045 at Zone. if you want to yell at me there. Brian on a cell phone tonight. Brian, how are you? I'm good, Jason. Yourself? I'm doing well, sir. You know, it, last week I was thinking the way this is going to end is going to be like that courtroom scene in A Few Good Men where sooner or later we're going to be like, okay, why 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 send Dawson down to, you know, why tell them to protect Santiago? I mean, why fire him on the 20-whateverth of July based on an investigation into him trespassing and, and the whole 2015 incident becoming public? Why fire him 50 minutes after that stuff becomes public if everything that they did protocol-wise said, oh, there's nothing to this? And that's the big thing that they, we need to know is, which is it? Because if it wasn't a big deal for you to keep him on for the next three years, why a big deal 50 minutes after the tweet comes out? You make valid points. Again, there are a lot of things that we need to know here. But there's a lot of things that don't make any sense here either. And it makes you wonder whether we're ever actually going to get the truth, whether this investigation is actually going to bring the truth or not. Again, my heart tells me I think Urban Meyer should be gone. My head tells me he's probably just going to get suspended for a month. Maybe he is going to get gone and this whole deal is part of, you know, giving time for buyout or, or whatever it is. Urban Meyer's going to get his money on the way out the door. That much I'm pretty positive about at this stage if he's gone. And if he's not, he's going to keep making his money at Ohio State. And again, if the evidence comes out that backs him up and it's things that we didn't know, then I'll be the first one to say so on this radio program. I find it hard to believe somebody like Brett McMurphy wouldn't have you know, overturned every stone to try and find that truth first. That's a veteran reporter. I can't imagine he would not have tried to find everything he could before putting out a story, especially in his position where he's trying to keep his name relevant outside of ESPN before he goes to do this stadium deal starting next week where he's going to be doing a lot of different things for them. But right now, he wants to make sure his name and his reputation are at the highest they've ever been. Not that he would ever not do this, but right now, if he puts out a fake story or if he puts out a story that's not well-sourced and it turns out even 10% of it is wrong and he's doing it on Facebook, that could really hurt him right now. He doesn't have the name behind him that he used to. It's a really good thing that we don't need gatekeepers, even though there's a lot of amateur, amateur journalists that have no skill, no talent, don't report anything, don't break any news, and call themselves journalists. But Brett McMurphy's a vet. But Brett McMurphy right now needs to make sure everything is sterling. And I just find it hard to believe he would have come into this thing half-cocked. Jeff and Laverne, you're next. Jeff, what say you? All right, man. I, I know one truth in this whole situation. I know the fact that it is completely horrible and terrible that some of these Ohio State fans are demonizing the victim in this situation. I find it completely sickening that the fact that we know that something was going on and that she was going through, you know, that stress and turmoil and people were saying that she is bipolar or I heard from a friend that somebody, that I got a good buddy who told me that she is, she's crazy and she was enticing the man. I mean, I, I find that completely bullcrap, man. Yeah, well, you're not wrong, Jeff. 
because none of these people saying this stuff on various message board forums and social media accounts know Courtney Smith at all. They're just finding a way to try and make her the perpetrator here. If you look at some of the signs that these nut jobs, these 150 nut jobs that don't represent Ohio State fans, I think at large, or there would have been a whole lot more than 150 of them out there, their signs were anti ESPN. They were going after Brett McMurphy. They were going after this woman. They were saying, go Buckeyes. This is like Alabama's football schedule. That's Brett McMurphy's reporting, like stuff like that. They care about football. Those 150 people care about it. The people that signed the petition, those 23, now probably probably closer to 30,000 people that have signed that petition, don't know anything either. And while it's fair to say I don't know a ton, I'm definitely not going to go stand up for somebody not knowing what's going on. The only stuff that's come out to me that we know for a fact is Urban Meyer did in fact lie. Zach Smith did in fact attack his wife back in 2009, remained on staff. Then in 2015, something happened, and then an arrest report changed three years after the fact because of some weird explanation that Brett McMurphy couldn't even make heads or tails of when he asked the Powell Police Department about it. Something happened here. That much, I think we all know. But if you're going after Courtney Smith, that's on you. Eventually, you're going to have to wake up in the morning and look yourself in the mirror and realize that someone that was terrorized at least once that we know of for sure, and I have no reason to believe any part of her story was not credible in that interview to Stadium. You're going after her. Because you need Urban Meyer to be on that sideline. Because you need to beat Michigan. And you need to beat Penn State. And you need to beat Wisconsin. And she's just a woman anyway, right? 615-737-1045. Back in a moment. Big 6, 1045 The Zone. So... Welcome back, Big Six, 104.5 The Zone. Week number six, episode number 21. I'm Jason Martin. I'm on Twitter at jmartzone. Our telephone number is 615-737-1045. Little Japan droids for you here on a Monday. Another great band that you may not have heard of that you should check out. So Ezekiel Elliott's father was at the rally. Stacy is his name. I'm not going to comment on that. I guess you could say that there might be... Maybe he's not the guy you would want to put out there, perhaps, but there's a sign behind him in the photo that some folks have tweeted out where he was speaking to the media, and the sign behind it says, Me too! I support Urban Meyer and the Bucks. O-H-I-O. Yeah, I don't know if I'd use me too to defend Urban Meyer right now or talking about this situation at all. Just a, just a thought. Kathy in Nashville joins us next. Kathy, how are you? Hi, doing great. Thanks. Thank you. So, I have understood from a source, and I can't tell you where, that I thought they said Urban Meyer's wife, of course, knew first. And she knew because the the other coach's wife had a meeting with those other coach's wives 
and she told all of them about the abuse. So my question is, we're picking at Urban Meyer and his wife, but it sounds to me like other wives knew as well. That's, I mean, that, that's not wrong. I mean, part of the way you laid out those facts are wrong. She didn't have a meeting and tell them all, but she claimed in the interview last week done by Kristen Balboni at stadium that she had told them all that she had, that every assistant coach there knew. And yes, she did mention obviously that she had told Shelly Meyer and Shelly said, I'm going to have to tell urban. And Courtney said, okay, go ahead and tell urban. You need to tell urban. Somebody like this can't be in charge of young men. And then I told you originally when we talked about this story last week that if you wanted wiggle room for Urban Meyer or if you wanted some something out there that could defend him or something questionable, it was the Balboni said, okay, did Shelby Smith come back and tell you, indeed, I told Urban Meyer? And Courtney's response was, "He, she did not. She did not. So if you wanted something to try and create plausible deniability, that would have been it. But now we know he knew because he came out in the statement and said, yeah, I knew. I don't know why I didn't. T- I mean, I told the media that I didn't know, but I did know, and I ran it up through the proper channels. I did everything that I should have done. I just don't know why you wouldn't tell the media that last week or two weeks ago. I have no idea what you have to gain by not just saying, yeah, I pulled it up the proper channels. We had to let him go. I probably should have done it a long time ago. But we've, you know, we've gotten it taken care of. I did all that I could do in that situation. There were no charges, if indeed that was a case, and or you know, all of the things surrounding whatever the story was, whatever the truth was. I don't know why he felt the need to spin this weird yarn. That's part of why I don't buy anything that he's saying right now. And I'm curious to know what channels he actually did utilize. I feel like. It's just hard to believe that we wouldn't even know that yet. Ohio State certainly hasn't come out and said, yeah, he did run it up the channel. But I know that they're going through an investigation, and they're not going to say very much right now. William in Clarksville, up next here on the Big Six. William, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Uh, I was going to ask, you know, Urban Myers is, you know, serious situation. And, uh, you know, if he does get fired, who would replace him? And if they've been one of the more dominant programs in college football over the past decade or two. And so I was wondering if... Urban Myers does get fired if you think that he that this would be the downfall of Ohio State football and who would take over in the Big Ten. Uh, I don't know that it would be. Um, if he does leave, it's still Ohio State, and they're still going to be able to hire somebody great. I mean, Penn State, we saw what happened, obviously, in a situation that was more serious than this, far more serious, and with smoking gun evidence in some respects, certainly that this case lacks and they've got James Franklin coaching for them right now, and they're on the doorstep of the college football playoff. Like, they're really good at Penn State. That could have been doomed for Penn State. I mean, we haven't seen Baylor rise back up yet. Baylor was not the football power Penn State was to begin with, though. I would say Ohio State would still be able to get a great football coach because it doesn't tarnish who comes there next. I wouldn't assume there are going to be NCAA sanctions or anything like that. If Urban Meyer is found to have been fully guilty and a scumbag and they have to let him go, if indeed that happens, then Ohio State will have their pick of the litter. There will be some people, like Saban's probably not leaving Alabama to go there. I don't think Dabo's leaving Clemson to go there. I don't think Kirby Smart's going to leave there. But there are a lot of talented football coaches, and Ohio State would be an attractive 
place for any of them to go, despite what happened there. Will in Spring Hill next. Will, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, so I'm glad you mentioned Baylor. I was just thinking when I hadn't heard about the change in the police report until I heard you say it earlier. And when you said it, it sparked flags for Baylor and our brows. And when all this stuff went down, I'm sure Ohio State fans were all about getting our brows out of town. I just want to get your thoughts on that and how they connect and how they're similar or if they're not at all. I mean, I don't know that they're fully similar. I didn't buy Art Briles' stuff even further past the way I feel about Urban Meyer. I certainly don't believe Urban Meyer. He's given me no reason to trust him at all. His track record has given me no reason to trust him at all. But the Art Briles thing, I never, for even half a second, believed that as soon as those stories started coming out. And some of the things that Art Briles said after the fact didn't make any sense either. I don't know that they are equated exactly. Matter of fact, I mean, they're not. But again, the difference is one is Baylor and the other is Ohio State. Art Briles couldn't survive at Baylor because it was Baylor. Urban Meyer, if he survives at Ohio State, it's because Urban Meyer is one of the three best football coaches in the land and Ohio State really cares about winning football games. And I think that that is well established at this point. Coming up on the other side in the final segment, your phone calls again, 615-737-1045 if you want to join the program at Zone. if you want to uh, go after me there. Better Call Saul returns tonight. And guess what? It sort of reminds me a little bit of Urban Meyer as well as LeBron James. And I got to take Titans fans to, practice, to, uh, to task this Saturday practice that everybody was bored by you need to calm down. It ain't always about you. Big Six, 104.5 The Zone. Final segment of the program here on a Monday. Big Six, 104.5 The Zone. Jeff Buckley, last goodbye. Not our last goodbye. I guess it is for the day. He was taken way too soon. Grace, one of the better albums of the last 25 years. Check it out if you haven't. 615-737-1045 is our telephone number. Urban Meyer has been the topic of conversation, and he remains so. Let's go to Tim in Shelbyville. Tim, what's up? Yeah, hello. Uh, Yep. Yeah, this is Tim. I was wanting to talk to you all about the Urban Meyer situation. Yeah, Tim, you're on the air, buddy. I'll be short and sweet. Okay. Ohio State is probably hitting Alabama and a couple other schools the biggest brand in football. And Urban Meyer is a man. Ohio State has to make a statement here. Choose the man because he's one of the greatest coaches. I'll give you a minute. Or choose the brand. What are y'all's thoughts on the brand or the man? Well, the brand needs to be bigger than the man. I kind of lost you sort of part of the way through that. I wasn't sure exactly what you were saying. Ohio State has to look past football because winning games is big, but what they do as a school needs to be bigger. I don't know that that's going to be the way that it goes, but that's the way that I would have it go. I, again, have no reason yet to change what I've continued to believe as it relates to Urban Meyer, because I know that he lied 
because he admitted that he lied, and I see no reason why he lied. I continued just to ask that one question of all the people that are like, well, if he did what he was supposed to do, if he did what he was supposed to do, why wouldn't he just say he did what he was supposed to do? What is the advantage to not being prepared for this line of questioning and not just punting on it, but somehow kicking that thing out of your own end zone? Like, I don't understand at all why he did what he did. He lied. So I told you I was going to relate Better Call Saul to Urban Meyer. It returns tonight. Season four premieres. I've already reviewed the early part of the season at the Big Six blog. That's 1045thezone.com slash Big Six blog. I reviewed it last week. But I've got tonight's detailed recap, the spoiler one where I go into all the analysis. That's written and that's scheduled. That's going to hit as the credits roll tonight at 9.05 Central. Now that shows a prequel to Breaking Bad. And it tells the story of James McGill and how he morphed from himself into the false character of Saul Goodman, an underhanded attorney who worked with some of the worst people in the world, inevitably leads to him hiding out in Nebraska working at Cinnabon as a guy named Gene, which you see at the beginning of every season, some piece of that story. Now, this show always had the difficulty of its audience knowing how it was going to end. We know it's either going to end with a handshake between Saul and Walter White, maybe splicing the two stories together at the conclusion of one and the start of the other, or in some kind of arrangement between Jimmy and Gus Fring, Giancarlo Esposito's character, something that probably involves Mike Ehrmantraut, Jonathan Banks' character. We've already seen the future. We're just filling in the gaps of the past. Show's brilliant. You need to watch it. That's my quick review. It's outstanding. Arguably, it's better than Breaking Bad, not in terms of its action or its suspense, but it's far more polished. The depth of the character drama is on par with Breaking Bad at worst. But for Saul Goodman and Jimmy McGill, the real guy behind the facade, Jimmy McGill, his life has been defined by corner cutting. He tried to do it the right way, but then he ends up lying whenever he has to, to survive or to thrive. Not necessarily a bad person, but he's been corrupted. And to some extent, it's come because he's been trying to impress or win the favor of his brother. But as that show makes clear, those lies add up. And that's why this is relevant here. Lies, ladies and gentlemen, are not isolated virtually ever. By definition, they almost have to lead to more cover-ups. And they also lead to something I don't know that you've ever taken real thought of. And that's the end of personal freedom. If I have to lie... For any reason, I become a slave to the story that I just told you. Whatever it is that I have to keep saying in order to make the original thing appear real, I will. I'm no longer free. I'm looking over my shoulder. I'm a little more paranoid than I would have been otherwise. I never feel fully safe or secure anymore. And it reminds me of Urban Meyer. He lied to the media. And then comes a statement that admitted he did know what he claimed he did not. A story that came because it seemed like he didn't know how to explain how he did know, but did nothing. And then we find out he claims he did all he could and he knew, but he just wasn't prepared for the questions at Big Ten Media Days after Zach Smith was out of a job. If you have to lie once, you're going to have to lie far more often. There are the lies that we all tell, the nice things we say to avoid conflict or argument, 
And then there are the extravagant lies. The lies that become seasons of great television shows, for example. Look at this ridiculous LeBron James, Donald Trump crap. I don't have the foggiest idea if Trump has anything against LeBron at all, other than the fact that James doesn't like him, which is enough for Trump, and has campaigned against him. I still don't know what's real about Trump and what's not, because this is a guy that's contradicted himself so much and seems obsessed with rallying the base on social media with tirades. And look, it's not just him. It's most politicians on all sides. And it leads us to vote, usually without knowing much of anything about anybody. Trump knew going anti-LeBron would please the people he needs to please. Because those he's not going to win a vote from, he can't care about making mad because they're already mad to begin with. So that's a winning strategy for him. And even if he loves LeBron James privately, and I guarantee you that he doesn't because LeBron doesn't love him back, it's to his benefit to take this lower road. Ladies and gentlemen, when what you say, and this is Urban Meyer or anybody else, when what you say is a strategy, you are off track. We should say what we mean, mean what we say. And I say that behind this microphone right now as an extremely flawed person who is guilty as hell, as are we all, sometimes of saying what I think is going to work best for me rather than what's right. But I see so many stories in sports and in politics and in Hollywood and everywhere else where every single spoken word is part of a created story. And that makes it so much more difficult to believe anything that I see or hear. That leads me to be cynical and sarcastic about everything. And once you're exposed once, why on earth would I ever give you the benefit of the doubt when you say, trust me? And that's where I am with Urban Meyer. And that is why I've been so staunchly opposed to him over the past week. It's because I don't buy what he's selling. Why would I? I saw Gainesville, and I heard him say one thing, try to malign Brett McMurphy, and then come out and say, okay, I did know, I just didn't know how to answer it to the media, with no reason why you would do something like that in the first place. But I'm still willing to say I was wrong if proof comes out in his favor. All I know today, folks, Urban Meyer lied, and he had no good reason to do it if that statement that he put out on Friday was actually true. Think about that. I'm sure we'll talk more about this tomorrow. Didn't get to the Titans thing. We'll talk about it tomorrow and a lot of other things. Fast talk is next. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. God bless and good night.